0: My aunt tries to steal a family heirloom and thinks that she deserves an apology for being called out. My aunt is, to put it politely, a complete piece of work. The more accurate description probably violates the terms of service. She isn't overly well-liked in my family. However, my grandparents, especially my grandmother, believe that they can't exclude her from family events based purely on their personal feelings for her. My aunt is an extremely shallow and materialistic individual. She has tried to get my grandparents to sell property that's been in the family for a hundred years so the money could be split between my uncles and my dad. This story, however, involves a very old pocket watch. I don't know the details, but the watch is Swiss and very old. It is gold with platinum inlay and is extremely valuable. Now, this watch has been passed down from father to son for a long time. It is going to be passed on to my dad and eventually to me. My aunt hates this. She has tried to convince my grandfather to give it to my uncle, who's the second oldest, and for my dad just to say my uncle should have it. Neither have agreed to that either, by the way. It all came to a head on Saturday. We were at my grandparents' house for a birthday celebration. Everything is going well. People are having pleasant conversations and my daughter, who is five, and this is relevant, and the youngest cousins are having fun playing, and somehow, not causing more noise than should be humanly possible, which is nice. It's been a wonderful day until my aunt goes to leave. She is saying her goodbyes, everything is good, and then my daughter pipes up and says, don't forget to put the watch back, Auntie S. I look at my daughter and ask what watch, and she says the fancy gold one. My grandpa walks to his study and comes back out asking if she'd had taken the watch. My uncle looks at my aunt and says she didn't. To Long story short, my aunt is made to hand over her handbag, and lo and behold, the watch is inside. Everyone is furious. My uncle can't believe what she's done, and my grandpa wants her out of the house. This would all be bad enough, but to make this even better, she calls me that night and tries to scold me for raising a daughter who's a snoop, and that I needed to do a better job as a parent. I just laughed and said that she's hardly one to talk, given everything that she's done, and then I just hung up on her. I'm not surprised she tried to steal the item, but I'm even more surprised she tried to make it my fault. Ever since then, she's been shunned from the family. Family heirlooms are a precious thing that do get handed down from person to person throughout generations. And they're very important. So I can totally understand why everybody in the family would be super upset with this aunt for trying to steal a pocket watch that is literally 100 years old. That is so unacceptable it's not even funny. Like, maybe the aunt just felt left out because this was being handed down to their brother or something like that, but like, good lord, you don't just straight up steal it just to try and sell it. And she literally picked an item from the grandparents house that people would know is missing like that watch is probably something that is always brought up in conversation and constantly looked at at family reunions why on earth would you try and take that I also find it baffling that this lady then tried to blame this guy and his kid for her trying to steal like this is straight out of some children's cartoon where the bad guy is like "Ooh, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you stupid kids like what a terrible human being thankfully though it looks like the parents and everybody else in that family have come to their senses and shun this person from their family. Because if they're willing to steal a 100-year-old family heirloom just to make a quick dollar, who knows what they could do next if they're still allowed in the family. So in my opinion, good luck and good riddance. Because this family does not need that in their life. My entitled dad thinks he deserves gifts and recognition now that I'm graduating from college. For context, I live in the Philippines. There are no good jobs available for anyone that is not a college graduate. And it is normal for parents to pay for their children's education until they graduate from college. This is all because we don't have much opportunities to work as a high school graduate. Back in high school, I was studying as a scholar in a state university, which meant that my parents didn't need to pay for anything. They only had to pay for my allowances and my books. Other than that, they were off the hook. I studied my junior and senior year of high school in that piece of garbage, and I attempted to transfer at least four times. I was bullied so bad that this is where my mental issues started popping up. I was engaging in some really scary thoughts about self-harm, depression, and anxiety. It started affecting my grades to the point that I couldn't do anything for the entirety of my day but sleep. My teachers complained that I was too quiet during class hours and how they expect me to respond and to participate in class. When I was in my last year of senior high school, I decided enough was enough, so I passed my application to a lot of schools. In the Philippines, in order to gain a slot in your desired schools, you have to take an entrance exam. This was prevalent everywhere and the grades you received in those exams determine if you passed the school and the major you wish to study in. I passed all the schools in the Big Four, a prestigious set of schools in the country. But even though my parents know that they will now be paying for my college tuition, because again it's the norm in the Philippines, my mother quit her high-paying job in corporate to become a teacher earning less than half of the country's minimum wage, and they bought a house which drained their savings account. I wasn't oblivious to everything that happened, so I asked them three times if I can go to the school I want, and they said yes. But then, around that time, my mother got lung cancer, and they were forced again to drain their savings. I knew my fate was sealed. I accepted it. I'll continue studying in the same university that I was bullied in for six years and probably be a call center agent at night so that I can at least get a head start on my savings. I asked my parents again if I can study in my chosen university and told them that I would be okay studying at my current school if they can't afford it. They said yes. But here's the clinch though. They sold one of their properties during my stay in the now expensive university so there really isn't much financial restraint on their part. They are loaded again. They even renovated the house and bought an expensive motorcycle. But they have done nothing but taunt me and hold it over my head at how expensive my tuition actually is. I've been studying at this school for three years and I've heard nothing but continuous complaints about how expensive it is to send me there. They've complained over and over again and use this as a reason to play favoritisms with my brother. When I turned 21, I asked them for 200 US dollars as a birthday gift and to not eat out or have any kind of celebration. And they gave me 40 US dollars instead with no celebration, citing that my tuition is already expensive. Not even a month later, they bought a Pomeranian, which cost 1000 US dollars. It felt like a slap in my face, because they would rather buy an expensive dog instead of giving me a birthday present. For my brother's 21st birthday, they gave him a motorcycle. They have continually inferred I was a burden and a leech, even though whenever I made attempts to work, they would stop me from doing it. I have the opportunity to be a call center agent again during the peak of the pandemic, So that meant I can work and study from home. They said no and told me to focus on studying. When I actually do earn money and try to use it for something important, like a tooth extraction because my tooth had abscesses and can cause blood poisoning, they complain that I hoard my own money and don't even treat them. I'm just sick of it. If I knew me wanting to get a good education would be this bad, I would have just stuck with my old school, even if it meant I was going to be bullied for four more years. It's not like I'm a bad student. I'm a consistent honor student. I tried applying for... For a scholarship but my parents won't sign off on it Saying it looks desperate And that they can afford to send me to school Which is ridiculous The cherry on top of this ice cream sundae That I have to deal with Is the fact that my dad Asked what I will be giving them Now that I'm graduating from school Um, hello? Have you forgotten how miserable you made me feel? I was fine with studying at my old school And I only transferred because they assured me I didn't push They insisted They have continuously used my wanting a good education As a reason not to pay for any of my necessities. Dental care? Nope. Glasses? Nope. Medical checkups or medicine when I get COVID? Nope. Am I being ridiculous for feeling this way? I feel like I should have just gotten a gap year, earned some money, and then apply. But I'm pretty sure if I did that, they still would be unsatisfied. I had several opportunities to balance both work and school, but they kept insisting I focus on my studies. I feel like they purposefully make me avoid any opportunity to earn money, so that way I can continue to be dependent on them. And honestly, that's just not fair. This is a nasty situation because it's unlike anything I've ever seen. I would almost expect that this student would just take out some loans and go to school instead of having to depend on the parents. And it's also really weird that the family is kind of holding this over their head to try and like lord it against them or something like that's not fair. You're the one paying for them to go to school. At least pretend like you have some interest in their success. And I honestly don't think this person is in any way being entitled or anything along those lines. If that really is the norm in the Philippines where the parents pay for their child's education and university. University, then that's the way it is. I mean, from my perspective, it looks a little weird, but then again, I'm not from the Philippines. So I totally understand that this kid would be saying to their parents, hey, are you gonna be able to pay for my university or not? Because that's what's expected in their country. But it seems like the parents came about this all wrong and they were just being very rude and toxic. And I agree with what the original poster said towards the end of their experience. Their parents are 100% trying to prevent them from working so that the original poster can be reliant on them pretty much for the rest of their lives, which is just not fair. Any sensible adult, in my opinion, should be able to take care of themselves and provide for themselves within reason. There's obviously extenuating circumstances all over the place in that statement, but generally speaking, I think people want to be able to take care of themselves and have their own money. And it seems like kind of a power trip from the parents where they're like, hey, I'm paying for your university. You don't have to worry about anything. They even denied their kid getting a scholarship. I mean, what parent would not want to save money and allow their kid to get a scholarship? That does not mean they're desperate. That means that they're smart and they met some really cool qualifications. Overall, based on what we were told, it looks like this original poster has some really toxic people in their life, and I think they'll be a lot better off once they move out, get away from them, and have their own life. My fiancé cheated on me for three weeks. I've been with my fiancé for ten years. We grew up together and are best friends. I found out yesterday that he's been seeing someone else for three weeks. This is entirely unlike him. He has never shown me anything to lead me to believe that he's this kind of person. He's very sweet, and everyone who knows him would describe him as the nicest person that they know. For the past month, he's been distant, but he just got promoted at work and moved to a store 40 minutes away. So I figured he has been just very busy. I myself just started my own business and have been busy as well. The past week or so I've been feeling like something was off and one day he was acting very depressed and I tried to comfort him. I asked him what was wrong and he said that he was confused and that he felt like he was not a good person anymore. Alarm bells went off in my head and I pressed him for more details because I wanted to know why he didn't think he was a good person anymore. He just said he wanted more alone time lately and was feeling guilty about wanting more alone time. I now know that that was a complete lie. I told him I love my alone time and I know I get more of it than he does. He works late and I play Elden Ring and Reed and that he shouldn't feel guilty. We've lived together so long, it's okay to need time apart. Of course, at the time, I didn't know he was cheating. He embraced me and it was nice, even though now I know why he was feeling really guilty. That was Tuesday so then this Wednesday he opens his store and works until 10 o'clock at night this isn't unheard of for him but seems excessive to me still I cook dinner and text him when he thinks he'll be home, he tells me he left about 20 minutes ago, which is great, that means he'll be home in 20 more minutes, about an hour passes by and I text him again asking if there was traffic, no answer another hour passes and now I've texted him about 10 more times and called him about 14 more times in my mind he's been in an accident and that's why he's not answering the phone, I'm about to start calling hospitals when he comes home finally 2 hours and 20 minutes later. I'm crying because I was genuinely worried he had passed away. I yell at him and he apologizes and I ask him where he was. He says he went to get his energy drinks for the morning which he does do that and a drunk man asked him for a ride home and he got caught up talking with him and he got lost on the way back. This is also not unlike him. He's done it before even though I wish he wouldn't. So the story checked out as far as I could tell. We go to bed and we both can't sleep. I should have confronted him, that that interaction would have only taken an hour and a half at most, if I'm even being lenient. So what did he do for the other hour? He also can't sleep, which is suspicious to me. He also didn't eat his dinner. Thursday, he goes to work at 7 o'clock in the morning. I simply couldn't take it anymore, so I texted him and told him that I know I have no proof, but I just feel like he's cheating on me. I listed the reasons why, and I even felt guilty accusing him of this. He admits to everything. He tells me her name, and I look her up. She's married with a kid. He says it's been going on for three weeks and they've only made out, which I know it's stupid, but I do believe him. I won't go into details why, but still, having an emotional relationship with another woman for three weeks hurts more than if he just slept around with someone once. I ask a bunch of questions, and he seems to be answering honestly. I know I can't trust him now, but I know him, and he sounds genuine. He said he broke up with her, and she asked to see him one more time, and that's what he was doing Wednesday night when I thought he was passed away in a ditch somewhere. They were breaking things off and he admits that he kissed her that night too. I'm heartbroken, obviously. He sounds like he doesn't know what he wants. Like he's not going to fight to stay with me. Today this morning, I text him while he's at work and he calls me. He's remorseful and apologetic, but today he does sound like he wants to be with me. I was sure this morning I was going to kick him out. Now I'm unsure. I spent one third of our life together. We've gone through a lot together. I told him I'm not sure what I'm going to do but we're not engaged anymore at the very least. What should I do? Should I stay with him or should I kick him to the curb? In my opinion I would kick him to the curb. Three weeks isn't a slip up. That is a very serious conscious choice. This man intentionally went to this other woman's house to spend time with her because clearly he's not getting something out of his future marriage. I mean what kind of scumbag is this guy? He just does this behind your back for three weeks and only says something once you finally catch on. Like, it sounds like you had a great 10 years dating this guy, but in my opinion, he is not loyal. I would not stay with someone like this for anything. He might be a good guy. He might be very honest and earnest and have every quality you're looking for. But at the end of the day, he cheated on you for almost a month and he said nothing until you pried and poked and got it out of him. Thankfully, you're not married at this point, but this is a wonderful red flag that you can hold on to and say, hey, wait a second. This is not the kind of person I want in my life. And to me, it doesn't matter what kind of attributes or qualities or personality traits they have, if they've cheated on you and they've decided to not be loyal, especially when you're engaged, that is an absolute deal breaker in my opinion. But what do you think? Leave a comment down below. What would you do if you were in her situation? My girlfriend is making fun of me because I take my therapy seriously and I don't know what to do. Am I just being overly sensitive? So me and my girlfriend have been together for about four months. After my therapy session yesterday, I told her that the therapist said I was an amazing person and that I'm doing a great job with my therapy. She made jokes about the therapist flirting with me and asking if it was kosher, then called me a therapist pet. Then I told her about how I've been journaling between sessions so I can have specific things to go over in therapy. She then made jokes about that, saying that I don't have to win at therapy. I told her that I have to take this seriously because I want to get the most out of my sessions and improve as a person. I personally found this comment, as well as the previous ones, to be really hurtful because I am very supportive of her and whenever she tells me about her friends or her employer telling her she's great. I always agree and try to elevate her and not downplay it and pull her down. I'm really upset over this. It might seem like something minor, but this is really important to me. Am I being overly sensitive? What should I do in this situation? I don't think you're being overly sensitive and I think you're going about your therapy sessions in the right way. You really should be taking those situations seriously and writing things down and keeping a journal just so you can make sure you're making progress can be really useful. Not to mention you are probably paying for these therapy sessions and I'm willing to guess that these sessions are probably not cheap they probably charge a very high price just for you to go in and talk about these things so it's kind of weird to me that the girlfriend would then joke about this and kind of make fun of them for trying to do well in therapy there's also the possibility that maybe this is being said in a vacuum and so you're probably already feeling vulnerable as it is and maybe it was just meant to be this subtle jab and not something that's super specific and geared towards you to be some kind of offensive comment like maybe there's the possibility that she was just trying to take subtle jabs at you in like a flirting manner. Either way, it sounds like you need to have this conversation with your girlfriend and explain to her that, hey, these therapy sessions are really helpful for me and I would really help me out if you were more supportive. I think that's a reasonable request, especially since it sounds like you've been very supportive of her and you've always tried to elevate her and build her up. But overall, in my opinion, from my perspective, it looks like you're doing things correctly when it comes to therapy and in trying to improve your situation. But I think some honest communication between you and your girlfriend could probably go a long way and could possibly bring you both much closer together. Today, I completely messed up by plagiarizing my essay and winning a competition. Okay, so this was actually a long time ago in 6th grade when I was about 11 years old. We were given the assignment to write an essay on World War II, and this essay was special as it was going to be read by actual war veterans, and the top 3 essays would be announced at an assembly and given prizes. This essay was completed over a period of about a week, and like the lazy idiot that I was, I spent the whole week not doing any work. The due date comes around and I had not started yet and needed to complete the essay in about 30 minutes. This is when I think to myself, hey, I'll just copy and paste a short World War II article I found online and submit that as my completed essay. And, well, that's exactly what I did. The idea that this essay was going to be better than the work of other 11-year-olds around me didn't even cross my mind. I thought I would just submit the plagiarized essay and then I could just wipe my mind clean of this whole mess. Then the day came around where we had the assembly, a veteran came up up, gave his speech and started to announce the winners. The second and third place winners were not a big surprise for anybody. These were the kind of kids who usually did well in these sorts of things. So no big surprise there. Then he started to announce the winner, starting with praise for the amazing work he had read, proclaiming that he felt like he was back reliving his experiences and that it almost brought a tear to his eye. Man, this kid must be good is what I thought to myself moments before he announced the winner. Everyone who knew me sounds surprised as it was a major upset, but it actually happened. He said my name and moments later I was in front of the entire school shaking this man's hand and accepting a $25 voucher for a bookshop in the next town over. Everyone knew I cheated and I mean everyone almost immediately. The third place kid thought it was kind of funny but the kid that got second place was absolutely livid he didn't get the voucher. I'm not proud of what happened tricking a veteran like that but at least I got my punishment. All the teachers knew so of course I would. Well actually I didn't. Despite several instances where it was made clear that I did not actually know the contents of my own essay, I was never punished. So at the end of the day, I tricked a veteran, robbed my peers of recognition for their hard work, and was placed on a pedestal over the entire school while doing it. And karma never got me. Oh, and by the way, I never used the voucher either. I can't believe that this original poster got off scot-free. Maybe it was because he was 11 years old that they were like, nah, who cares? But that's some, like, early morning cartoon antics that you would never expect a child to actually take part in. Like, he literally got away with this without any kind of punishment, despite everybody knowing that he didn't write a single word of that essay. I also kind of think that maybe the veteran also knew that he didn't write the essay, which to me is even funnier, but maybe it doesn't go that deep. But I think it's personally hilarious how he got away with this and nothing happened to him. You can bet if he was older that this would definitely not have flown, especially if he was in college. Oh my goodness. His entire academic career would be completely ruined and tarnished for the rest of his life. But I think probably because he was 11, it wasn't that big of a deal. Although some kind of punishment would have been nice to try and teach him a lesson, but I mean, he dodged all of that. And worst about it, he didn't even use the voucher. The least he could have done was given the voucher to the second place winner. They wanted to use it. They were upset that they didn't get it. And this guy cheated and got it and just didn't use it. It's both really funny and kind of tragic if you think about it. But overall, kudos to this kid for getting away with probably something that would have ruined him normally, while also having a great sense of humor throughout the entirety of it. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.